Warning. This episode contains graphic and violent 911 calls. Listener discretion advised. Welcome in, everyone. Disturbed is dark this week on a regular episode, but as a special treat, I'm opening up this brand new episode of Disturbing Calls to the main feed. So if this is your first time here, the following calls are real and unedited. And for our Patreon members, you'll be getting another episode of Disturbing Calls later this month. And if you're not already a member, you can get access to these bonus episodes as well as ad-free listening to the regular Disturbed episodes along with 24-hour early access. So if you find that you need more of this bonus content after hearing this one, make sure you head over to patreon.com slash disturbedpodcast and unlock your access today. April 2nd, 2014. Andrew Ward was a 27-year-old male living with his mother, stepfather, and three younger step-siblings. Andrew had been using drugs and alcohol heavily in addition to his mental health declining. He grew unstable and acted out in violent rages towards his family. His parents tried to help his situation by having him see a psychiatrist and was prescribed multiple different medications. One day, Andrew came home from work carrying a box and locked himself in his room. The situation felt unsafe to the family members, and one of Andrew's younger sisters called 911. Phoenix Police, this is Nicole. How may I help you? Hi, Nicole. Um, um, is there any way you can like check my brother's room or anything? Because um, we feel really, really unsafe because we're not sure what he bought. Um, okay, what do you mean what he bought? He, like, is really mentally unstable. So we're afraid he bought something that could possibly harm us. Okay, and where is he right now? In his room. He's 28 years old. Okay, and who's there with you? My mom, but he won't let us in the room to see what he bought. And we're scared. Is that a house? Yeah. We just want a police officer to come and check his room. I mean, I can send an officer out to come talk to you guys, but I can't guarantee that they're going to go into his room and search his room. You guys can't come in and search his room? I I don't know. I'm not an officer. I can send an officer to you, and they can talk to you, but like I said, it's going to be up to them. I mean, if they feel like they need to go in there and talk to him, they'll be able to talk to him, but I don't think they're going to be able to just search his room. Um, then, I don't know. I mean, has he threatened you guys or done anything? Um, no, he's just, he's kind of, I don't know how to describe He's kind of crazy. He, like, is seeing a psychiatrist, psychiatrist, and he just got, like, paid $400, and he blew it off. And, um, he came through the door, and, um, really sketchy, and went straight to his room. It looked like a box. I don't know what rifles come in. If it's like a box or something. I'm not sure. I just wanted an officer to come and see what, um, to check his room. Right. I understand what you want, but I'm letting you know. I can send an officer to you, but, I mean, I can't guarantee they're just going to go in and search his room because he's not doing anything. He hasn't committed a crime. He's not threatening you guys. He's not doing anything. He's just in his room. So if he comes out with a rifle and kills himself, and if he's, if he's threatening you with a weapon or he's saying threats, then that's different. But you're telling me he's not threatening you in any way. He just went out and made a purchase, and now he's in his room. He's not harming anyone. He's not doing anything wrong being in his room. Okay, I guess I'll have to wait until he does something. Thank you. 
police never arrived to the house, and no follow-ups were made. The following day, Andrew's mother wanted to take the family out to dinner. Andrew declined and decided to stay home with his younger stepbrother. Later that evening, a 911 call was made by Andrew from a stranger's phone. Phoenix 911, where's your emergency? Uh, I need you to come pick me up. What's the address of the emergency? Uh, I'm at Super K, but the emergency is at 21448 North 34th Drive. Is that a house or an apartment there? It's a house. What's the emergency there? Uh, I'd rather not, uh, I'd rather not say. Okay, well, if you're calling 911, it's my job to find out, so I need to know what the emergency uh, is. I think uh, it's uh, murder. What makes you think that? Because I uh, stabbed someone. Okay. And where are you at? I'm at Circle K on 35th Avenue in Deer Valley. And who is this that you stabbed? Google Austin Chavia. Where did you stab him at? Uh, the, uh, I think I stabbed him in the chest and in the neck and in the head. Okay. And who is this person? Uh, this is Google Chavia's son. But how do you know him? Uh, he lives in the house with me. Oh, okay. So he's your roommate? Uh, he's a family, so he's a relative. Okay. Is he like a cousin or? He's, uh, he's, uh, basically kind of like a brother. Okay. And what happened? Were you guys fighting or what was going on? Um, honestly, uh, I just felt like killing. Okay. Have you been drinking or doing any drugs or anything uh, like that? No, I have not. Okay. So you guys weren't arguing or anything like that? Nope. Okay. That was a kill for a U.S. Marshal. Okay. And what's your name, sir? My name is Andrew Ward. Are you at the front of the Circle K? I'm inside the store. Okay. And what are you wearing? What color shirt and pants? Uh, I'm wearing a black shirt uh, and uh, gray pants. I cannot pants, but shorts. Gray shorts. Okay. Do you have any weapons on you? Any knives, guns? I sure do. Okay. What do you have on you? I have a... uh, I have a knife, so Batman knife. Okay. Is it like a steak knife, a butcher knife? Swiss blade. Okay. Is it in your pocket or are you holding it out? It's in my, it's in my pocket. Okay. Which pocket is it in? Uh, I believe uh, my right pocket. Okay. Um, right. I'm using someone else's phone and they have to leave. Okay. You want to just pick me up here? Can you let them know that it's 911? So if they could just hang on just a minute, it won't be too, too long. We're just going to come talk to you, okay? But if All you right, could then. just stay on the phone, because I want to make sure we get to the right place, okay? All right. I'm for a little bit, but you have to talk to me. Just let them know it's 911, okay? Uh, he, he said uh, he came to late for class. Okay, can you hand the phone to him really quickly? Sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello? Sir, this is the Phoenix Police. It's really important, and I understand you have to get to class, but this is a very important situation. Well, I mean, he gave you the address of where he's at. You can call that. I understand, but it has to do with him injuring Well, I don't know what to tell you. I helped out as much as I could. I was the only one who was on the phone. Thank you. It's not much help, but thank you. Your cars have engines. You can get here faster than that. Okay, well, I'm not going to argue with you, so thank you. Do discovered in blood, so I think you would get over here quick. We are as quickly as we can, but I don't want to let a suspect go. I like to keep them on the phone to make sure we get the right person. Yeah, I, I mean, I would, I, I would be more than willing to stop over here if you wanted to, like, okay with that school or something like that. But I, I don't know. What to I'm sure you. the officers like, will do as much as they can to help you without excuse. I'm positive that they will help you in this situation. 
Okay. So well, as long as you can help me out, that would be amazing, and I would greatly appreciate your help. Okay, well, okay. all right. So, well, you guys are on the way over here then? As fast as we possibly can. We are absolutely okay. on the way. I just want to keep him talking because it's the best thing I can do right now. All right, well, I'll we'll leave my phone with him, and you can have one of the officers get absolutely. the phone and then bring it to me at the school then. Where right? do you go to school, and I'll make sure that happens. MMI, the motorcycle mechanic school right down the road. Is there a certain room we need to go to? Um, what, what room are we in? What, do you want to write that down? Absolutely. I have all of that information. You have no idea how much I appreciate you helping, and I'll make sure that gets back to you, okay? Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Hi. Hi, Andrew. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we stayed on the phone, okay? All right. All right. Just let me know. Uh, honestly, guys, that was the kill for U.S. Marshal because I support U.S. Marshal. Oh, okay. That's what it is? That's what it is. Okay. Did you work for them at all? Um, honestly, it's classified. Okay, you don't have to tell me. Was there anybody else at the house? Uh, nobody else. Okay. And just let me know when you see the officers again. They just want to talk to you, okay? All right. You want me to stand on the phone with you? If you can, if you don't mind. Have you taken any kind of drugs or anything like that today? Not today. Okay. Do you normally at all? Um, I'm actually, I think I'm clean. You are? Oh, okay, that's good. What did you use to take? Uh, I'd rather not say. Okay, so you don't have to. Just making uh, conversation. Uh, I'd rather not say for that, uh, for that uh, question. No, nope, uh, you don't have to answer. It's not a problem, okay? Are you right, hurt at all? Like, uh, honestly, uh, I, uh, I, uh, actually, I don't think I'm that hurt. I mean, I might have like a little bit, I'm a little bit uh, cut. But, a little uh, cut. But uh, it's not, it's not, it's not bleeding. I don't think. Okay, so you don't. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's blood everywhere. There's blood. There's blood everywhere. Yes. Okay. Well, you just let me know if you're injured and you need medical attention, okay? Because I want to help you out. Um, am I going to the mental hospital or am I going somewhere else? You know what? I am not an officer, so none of that is up to me. What we want to do is just help you, okay? That's our job. Are you still inside the Circle K or did you go outside? I'm still in touch, okay, and uh, okay. I see, uh, I see uh, um, the SUV. Should I walk outside? Um, you know what? Let me ask them what they want you to do, okay? All right. I'm just going to ask them real quick, okay? All right. All right. So you do see the officers outside? I see the officers. Okay. Go ahead and walk outside. If you want to stay on the phone, you can, or if you want to hang up, that's okay. Andrew stabbed his half-brother Austin multiple times, killing him. He left the home to call police at a nearby convenience store. He was promptly arrested and showed no remorse for his actions. Three weeks later, on April 2, 2014, Andrew brutally murdered his cellmate, Douglas Walker, while in custody. He had beaten, stabbed, and suffocated him. He told officers again that he, quote, just felt like killing, although later stated that he felt threatened and heard voices. It was later determined that Andrew was mentally competent enough to understand his actions and was fit for trial. In 2017, Andrew was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences. On the day of his sentencing, Andrew apologized to his family for what he had done and said he wanted to go to school and change the course of his life so that his mind could be okay. In light of his mental condition, the court ruled that his medication should be made available while he serves his sentence and should be evaluated regularly. Something is introduce you to Barry Clue, an authorised financial advisor from New Zealand and a very special kind of stain on humanity. 
he was a very uh, knowledgeable young guy. He was a registered financial advisor. The type of guy that was bending over backwards to help you. Now, you could be forgiven for thinking that Barry sounds like a great guy. And you'd be right. Well, right up until the point when you're wrong. It was all fictitious. You stole from my son who has a disability. Chris never knew. He died believing that we're all taken care of. A psychopath is somebody who lacks empathy, acts impulsively. I think there's a strong case that Barry might be all of those things, actually. To find out how Barry Clue stole over $15 million from 81 victims, subscribe to Clueless, the long con. That's Clueless, spelt K-L-O-O-G-H-L-E-S-S. My name is Bill Huffman, and I am a former Cleveland News producer, and I am now the host of the podcast, Who Killed? I began the show focusing on the unsolved murder of Amy Mihaljevic, and now each week I explore a different case with a focus on some of the victims who don't get the attention they deserve. I have a deep catalog of over 225 episodes, so there is a guarantee there will be something for you. Who Killed is an evergreen podcast, killer podcasts, and slow burn media production. Subscribe today wherever you get your favorite shows. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon. April 6, 2017. Donovan Nichols grew up in a blended family with his father Shane, stepmother Heidi, and step-siblings in Ohio. They regularly went on hiking and camping trips as a family. As Donovan grew older and became a teenager, he would go through depressive episodes. His parents made sure he was never alone for too long and looked into counseling options. Donovan's depression deepened into a resentment for his parents and homicidal fantasies. He grew an obsession with the online horror character Jeff the Killer. On April 6th, Donovan came home from school as normal. He went into his room and changed into black clothing. Channeling the fictional character Jeff, he used a small blade to slash the edges of his mouth, mimicking a sinister grin. He then ambushed and attacked his stepmother Heidi with a knife. Once she was laying bleeding on the floor, Donovan calmly went to get himself a glass of water. Heidi was able to make it upstairs to the bedroom where her phone was. Unfortunately, Donovan pursued into the bedroom, dropping the knife and grabbing his father's handgun on the bedside table. He shot his stepmother Heidi in the head, killing her instantly. He then took the phone, went downstairs, and called 911. 911, where's your emergency? It's Clark County with the transfer. He's at 40 Valley Pike. Sir, go ahead. 
I just killed my mother. And what happened, sir? I I just killed my mother, and I need to go to the hospital. And you're at Valley Pike. Yes. And what happened? It wasn't me who who. It wasn't me who killed her. It was Jeff. What happened? Who did it? Jeff. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is gonna be really hard to explain, but I kind of have another person inside me, like. Okay, are you, are you okay? Uh, no, I stabbed myself. You stabbed yourself? Yes. Uh, I, what, I, what happened I, to your mom? He killed her. She snapped. Okay, what's your, your name? My, mine is Donovan Ashton Nichols. Donovan Nichols? Nicholas. <laughs> All right. Are you able to say who's with you? I, I am by myself. Me and Jeff. Okay. And and what happened to your mom? What did you do? He, he, he stabbed her. Then he shot her. All right. So he he stabbed her. Then he shot her. And but where, where did he shoot her? In the head. But I swear it wasn't me. It was, uh, it was Jess. Jess is inside me. Jess is inside you? Yes. Okay. He, he sometimes takes, he sometimes takes control. And I have no, I have no control over him. Okay. Where are, where are you hurt, sir? On my thigh. No, 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 my, my, my leg. The, the your leg? You 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 stabbed your leg? Yes. Do you have any towels or anything on it that you can put yes. on it? Okay, yes. you did. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, why why did you hurt your mom, or why why did Jess hurt your mom? She was always tired of her. She always she always did drugs, and she totally like ignored me. Like once she hit me, and. She was just, uh, she was done. Sir, where's the gun and the knife? The knife, I don't know. You don't uh, know? Where no. are they? The gun is in the bedroom. I, I am down, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm downstairs. I don't have any, I don't have any weapon on me. Okay, so the gun is upstairs in the bedroom? Yes. What kind of gun is it? Is it a long gun, a short it's, gun? It is a nine millimeter. It's a nine millimeter? Yeah. And you're downstairs, correct? Yes. Where's the knife at, sir? I don't know. You don't know where the knife is? No, I can't walk. You can't walk? No. Are you in the living room? No, kitchen. Is somebody on their way, like an ambulance or something? Yes, sir. I've got you help sent out, okay? Okay. I swear it wasn't my fault. Just... Uh, Are you doing okay? I hurt so bad. You hurt? Mm-hmm. Do you have any animals in the house with you? or No. 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 Okay. Uh, is your house, is it far off the road? Is it up close to the road? It's close. Okay. I'm. I am so scared. I didn't. I. 
I didn't want to kill her. I hate Jeff so much. He's he he's gonna make me die in prison. Is this is this guest you're talking about? Yes. Yes. You couldn't have taken somebody else. No, it took me me to be a good person. Sir, can you see the front door from where you are right now? It's not the front door, but it's the door that we always use. Alright, sir? Yes. So so can you see the front door from your where you are in the kitchen? Yes. Yes? Mm-hmm. How far away do you think you are from the front door? I don't know. About twenty feet, thirty feet, somewhere around there? Size of a normal kitchen. You're in I know you're in your kitchen. Um, are you very close to the door? No. Um, I am against the back wall. Okay. Am I going to get in, in, in trouble? Well, yeah, obviously. We're just, just going we're gonna to get you help out there, okay? I know uh, you're hurt, all right? I know okay. you're hurting. Is your, is your leg, do you still have a towel or anything on your leg? Yes. Okay. Can you, can you press it down on there? That way it stops the bleeding. Can help uh, stop it. Just press it on there hard, okay? Okay. Uh, um, I'm sorry. I stutter. No, that's fine. That is perfectly okay, Donovan. That's okay. Okay? Okay. Is the people that are going to be coming in my house, are they, are, are they, are they going to hurt me? Sir, nobody's going to hurt you, okay? Nobody wants to hurt you, all right? Okay. Nobody uh, wants to hurt you. They just want to help you, okay? Just, just no teasing or pepper spray or nothing like that. I swear, I am not going to hurt anybody else. It wasn't my fault. I'm just All hurt. Right. Are you doing okay? It hurts. It hurts really bad. What mm-hmm. kitchen knife did you, did, did Jess use? Kitchen knife. He, he used a kitchen knife. Was it a, a big one? Like um. It was a medium size one. It's, it's bigger than a steak knife, but smaller than a bread knife. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm, I'm just so scared. I don't want to die in prison. I, that's my fault. You said Jeff did it. Is Jeff yes. there? Is he still there with you? Well, well, yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah, he's always in. He's always inside me. He always talks to me. He, well, here, yeah, yeah, here they are. Where? Who's there? The. Please, or the people. The people to help you? Yes. Uh, All right. Are you still sitting on the ground? Yes. Okay. They just walked past my door. Okay. Did you? Uh, All right. And your leg still, do you still have that towel on that leg? Yes. Okay, you do? Yes. Oh, they're just sitting there. You're just sitting there? You're against the back wall? (laughs) Are you okay? Donovan? Okay. Donovan was arrested and held in custody. He would continue to say he wasn't at fault and Jeff was to blame. Donovan was assessed by three psychologists. They concluded that he did not have any signs of disassociative identity disorder and was legally sane, although two of them found he had notable mental health issues but could not determine a diagnosis. Just days after turning 16, Donovan was convicted as an adult of aggravated murder and sentenced to life in prison. He will be eligible for parole after 28 years. 
February 2016. Just after 2 a.m., 42-year-old Dean Sims picks up the phone and calls 911, admitting to killing his siblings. Earlier in the day, authorities had been called to the house for a domestic dispute. 911, what's the address of your emergency? Is this Hank Lee? Yes, it is. This is 911. What's the address of your emergency? Uh, you should send like everything you got to 2629 Babcock Road, B-A-B-C-O-C-K. Okay, what's going on there? I just killed my brother and sister. You just killed your brother and sister? Yes, ma'am. I'm going to be going away for life. Okay, what is your name? What's your name? Doesn't matter. My name is Dean Sims. Okay, Dean, and how did you kill them? Uh, I guess they'll have to come and find out. A uh, shotgun. Okay, you killed them with a shotgun? Where's the gun now? Oh, it's sitting on the kitchen table. I'm going away for life. I don't care. Okay. Okay, um... This is all true. This is fact. You know, I... Okay, Dean, what made you do that? Uh, lifelong of headache. Okay, who else is in the house with you? Is anybody else in the house with you right now, Dean? No, 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 just me. Where are they? Uh, I'm... This is not a joke. Okay, I understand it's not a joke. Okay, and you said you killed them both with the shotgun? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and the shotgun's in the kitchen right now? It's sitting on the kitchen table. Okay, are there any other weapons in the house? Uh, well, me and my brother were both gun collectors, but, no, it, it doesn't matter, you know? Okay, well, I, I don't want the officers to get hurt, and I don't want you to get hurt. No, 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 nothing like that. Um, Hankley police were here earlier, and, okay. you know, I... I just couldn't deal with it anymore. So I okay. I'm sorry. So now I'm out of two siblings. It's not a pretty sight. Okay. Where where is your brother and sister now? Like where were they when you shot them? My uh, brother is on his futon deal. Okay, your brother. Living room. Okay. And my sister is. On the waterbed. Okay, where's the waterbed? The waterbed room, which is on the same, you know, ground floor. Whatever. Okay. Okay, and your brother. It doesn't matter. I'm calling you and, you know, committing. I. Okay, are they breathing at all? Oh no, no, their heads are gone. Their heads are gone. Basically, oh. yes. Okay. Okay. Is there a way that you can walk outside to meet with the officers? Yes. Okay. Uh, but you know what? I gotta put shoes on. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm. All right. I want you to stay on the phone with me while you go put your shoes on. Okay. You know what? 
All right, I'm tucking okay. my slippers off. Okay, let does me know when. Does it really matter? Yeah, it does, actually. It you does. have the address. No, I know that, honey. And, you know, I'm going away for life. Okay, well, we'll talk about that when the officers get there, okay? But what I want you to do is stay on the phone with me while you get your shoes on, okay? And let me know when you got your shoes on. Well, I want to put jeans on also, and i got to take my sweatpants off. All right, I'll try it. You know what? What? Just send the cops. I already did it. Okay, but I need you to go outside and meet with the officers, okay? Uh, I want to put pants on. You know? Okay, well, go ahead and put your pants on. I'm so sorry I did it, but I... All right, I just want to make sure the officers are safe and that you're not going to get hurt either, all right? No, 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 I'm done. I'm trying to... I haven't called my very good buddy and I said... You'll probably never see me again. Did you did you tell him what you did? Pardon? Did you tell your friend what you did? Yeah. And what did he say? All he could do was sigh and say, oh my gosh. You know. Okay. Here's the thing. I got a, I need two hands. Okay, what do you mean you need two hands? To pull my drawers up. Oh, okay. We'll set the phone down, but I don't want you to hang it up, okay? No, no, I won't. Okay. I promise. Go ahead. It's set the phone down to put right your pants on. on. All right. Dean Sims fatally shot his 52-year-old sister, Cynthia, and 45-year-old brother, Randy, with a shotgun. Earlier in the day, Cynthia called police for help, alleging that Sims was drunk and violent. Police arrived and separated the two and then left shortly after. Sims initially pleaded not guilty despite his admission on the 911 call. However, he later changed his plea to guilty and was sentenced to life in prison without parole. He never gave a firm answer on why he committed the crime. And that's all for this episode of Disturbing Calls. If you've enjoyed this bonus content and you haven't done so already, head over to patreon.com slash disturbedpodcast or find the link in the show notes. You can unlock instant access to 19 more episodes of Disturbing Calls, as well as 100% ad-free listening to Disturbed and early access. Thanks for tuning in. Next week, we'll be back with a brand new regular Disturbed episode. And don't forget to stay safe out there, y'all.